pitch to the Center Circle Studio. Tim Van Horn goes studs up into the soccer world where no one is safe. 18-yard box is wall-free. This is my three subs podcast, a soccer odyssey with your manager, Tim Van Horn. We're on location this week for an episode of my three subs podcast. In fact, we are so on location, I had to take a Claritin. I am staring at a pitch right now. It's fun. Yeah, we're out at Micro Soccer Complex uh, at uh, training for Memphis 901 FC, mm-hmm. uh, coming off the heels of a massive victory at Indianapolis and preparing for another big match on the road. In fact, it's the last of the five-game series uh, coming up against Louisville City, and that's coming up this weekend. But before that, we got a lot of people that have a lot on their mind. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the gauntlet. We've got news to share. That's right. We've got not just uh, USL Championship news, but we've got others to talk about as well. It's Brody. It's Tim. Son of a pitch. It's my three subs. We'll be back with today's kickoff from the Center Circle Studios. This is my three subs, a soccer odyssey. I love talking soccer, but I also love talking about real estate too. And, and people ask me about both a lot. And one of the big questions I get in real estate is how's the housing market? The housing market looks great And really, it all comes down to when is the time right for you? If you're ready to make your move, give me a call. Tim Van Horn at Cry Like Realtors. 901-756-8900 is my office number. Brody, can I give him my cell number? Oh, I can? Okay. 901-262-5000. That's my cell phone. You can also go to my website, timvanhorn.com. I can help you with your move around the block, around the city, around the state, And even around the world, too, I have a network of relocation certified agents just ready to help you. They are dying for your business, and I can put you in touch with those. All it takes is pick up the phone, give me a call. 901-756-8900. That's my office number. You can call me at my cell, 901-262-5000. Or just go online. Check me out at timvanhorn.com. That's timvanhorn.com with Cry Like Realtors. This is my three subs, a soccer odyssey. We're underway from the Center Circle Studios. As Tim mentioned in the top of this thing, we are on location at the Micro Soccer Complex uh, to talk a little soccer. And I guess we need to start with Coach Ben Pierman talking about the victory over Indy 11 last week. But, you know, winning at that point is like a double-edged sword. Yeah. Right? You know, uh, you know, what is that message in the locker room after a win like that. A massive win at that. Right, right. So this is what Coach had to say about that post-game speech. Yeah, yes and no. I think obviously we, I, I told the guys immediately after the game, I said, good news and bad news is the good news is you worked so hard and you 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 did exactly what was required. Bad news is, is now that's the minimum standard. So every single day in the weight room, training, fitness, hydration, nutrition, you name it, that's the standard. And it's, we don't make it easy today, like we really pushed them and there was no messing around. We had a day off yesterday. Um, today was business and everything I told them for the next, we met at eight 30 in the morning. Um, I said for the next 60 hours, everything's about beating Louisville. So yes, we can point to that. But to me, that's just another step of an improvement. Um, that's g- gone and dusted. We're Indy's over. They've moved on to their next games. We're moved on in our next games. Louisville's moved on to their next game. So, yes, it's a foundation. And, and like I said, that's the minimum standard. But now we've got to move forward and keep getting better. Because if we're not getting better, we're everybody else is and we keep falling behind. So we'll keep getting better. Um, I, you know, what do we got? 28 
27, 28 games left. We're going to keep getting better for the next 28 games. So it is a double-edged sword, at least for the players, because now, you know, now there's an expectation like, okay, you guys did this. Now (laughs) you got to commit to this weekend and, and week out, but really there's not much time for joy because uh, you've got Louisville city awaiting. And like we said, the gauntlet, yeah, the, the, the gauntlet awaits. And this is the final step before the first home match. And you know, uh, what we wanted to know from coach was what do you take from this match and, and what do you move forward with? Uh, because last time that they played, it was Ben Pierman's first ever match in charge as the interim manager. True. They're going back to the same venue. I believe it was his birthday yeah. when they had that match. So a lot has changed since then. Uh, so I think it's a fair question because it's not apples and apples. What do you take? What do you have to take into that match to get the points? Yeah, I think there's, there's, it's, it's a really interesting way to look at this. They've lost two in a row, but they've played really well in those two matches. They've had over 65% possession. The shots are nearly three to one in their favor. Um, even four to one in the, in the previous game. So they're, they're a dominant team. Um, they're also braining it as their home opener. There's going to be 20,000 people there. So, um, I talk all about Louisville, but in internally, it's all about us. It's about what we do. We have to, we have to have courage. That's never going to change. We have to be the hardest working team on the field. And as we've talked about, about improvements, another phase of the game we need to improve is, is our buildup and possession, possession in midfield. We didn't have a lot of possession at Indy, but our possessions were so purposeful. I mean, we were a threat eight out of 10 possessions. So if we had 40 to 50 possessions, I mean, we were a threat, you know, 60, 70% of the game. And that made Indy turned some heads and changed some tactics. So for us, we have to be that threat again. Starts with our good defensive shape, starts with holding it up when we do win it, and then it has the courage to to push them back and make put the game on our terms a little bit. So it's going to be tough, but we talked about this this morning. There's 31 teams in this league. There ain't an easy game on this schedule. So at Louisville on paper is probably our hardest game, especially what they've gone through and the stadium and all this and everything they're doing. Um, but Louisville also know they look across at us and say Memphis are playing well. They've got belief going. They, they know that they're in for a battle. So it's going to be a very tough game for both sides. We're excited about it. Like I said, anytime you get to play a professional football match, life is good. Um, but now we really want to push and keep getting better. I think if we keep getting better, we're going to win a lot of points this year. It's a great answer from Ben Pearman and a little coachy. Yeah, but he's a coach. So oh, I know. I know. He works out perfect. I know. We're so used to the very candid yeah. Ben Pearman, you know, and for him to give the it's all internal, you know, that, that kind of rhetoric from he's, him is, is a little odd to me. I don't know. But it's a hybrid Ben because yeah. he gives some of that coach speak, but he's also he also mixes in candidness too. He's True. been, he's been very good, uh, with the media. True. So, so week to week, I mean, it, it is obvious and you don't have to have watched much soccer to see that this team is getting better oh, weekend, yeah. week out. Yeah. And the I, communication alone, oh. you know, you see them talking, you hear them talking, uh, this year and not saying that there wasn't communication before. I'm just saying it's, it's, elevated this year. Everything seems to be on the front foot, if you will, um, with with the team. My little brother syndrome, syndrome almost kicked in at practice today because there was so much chatter on the field. <laughs> I, I was kind of paranoid that something was about to happen, but but they are. They're, they're, the chatter on the field uh, on both sides of the ball has been uh, terrific in the training sessions, not yeah. just today, but week in, week out. And as you mentioned, that translates to the pitch on the weekend. And it feels like a team that is buying in, but rather than just speculate, 
that figured, hey, you know, where are they at on the buy-in? How do you, how do you feel about this club uh, after just four matches? Or, or do you feel like that this is your team and that they that that uh, you are theirs and they are yours? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Like we we're getting better. So our if you look at the cycles, our kind of preseason is over over the last eight to ten days. Um, but we also can't get too far ahead of ourselves. We won one. We've had a couple good performances. We've had one performance where we achieved maximum points. So the where we're at is we're getting better. It's about constant improvement. Um, it's great to see Salazar and, and Kyle banging some goals. They they work their tails off defensively. They're rewarded with it. And both of them had multiple chances to score. You got guys like Laurent. I thought Mitch Guitar could have been man of the match. He was fantastic stepping in. Less than the, the captain and leader. Um, you know, we've, we've done a lot of things very well, but we're still only 70-80% there. We've got a lot more in the tank. Now we've integrated some guys back from suspension, from injury, from international duty. Um, we won't be at a full capacity, but we'll be in a good we'll be in a good spot to give it as good as we we got. But after Saturday night, we have a 72 hour turnaround to do it again Wednesday night. And by the way, Wednesday night's a home opener. That's going to mean a lot to a lot of people at this point. Um, and we need to reward ourselves Saturday night. Wednesday night, then the next Saturday, and then the the 25 games after that. That's the Ben Pierman I like. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to be that guy that says, we take it each game at a time. He, I mean, We're not dumb here. You know, the, the, he sees the schedule. So do the players. They know that this is going to be one of those, we got a, a huge game Saturday, turnaround then Wednesday, which is the fastest turnaround that the team's seen all season, to do it all over again. However, he did mention he's got the backing of a home crowd on that Wednesday. Yeah. And, and you, you can hear in his voice. He knows he's onto something. Yeah. Yeah, man. They, they've got something going on. I, I thought he was so excited at practice today. And I think he's very pleased with the effort and the buy-in. I was about ready for him to start dropping like the, the, the team phone number, 901-721-6000. Get your tickets for, for Wednesday. Get out there. Go to Memphis901SC.com. Listen, after the, after the stamp of uh, a W on Saturday against that team, I don't think he needs to anymore. I think, I think we as a public, uh, we, I know I, as a fan have completely bought in the best part. The best part of their marketing campaign are the 11 that are on the pitch yes. this year. Yes. They're great. Yes. Mitch guitars hair. You just put that on him. Can that Play. guy pretty much trap anything off a of field turf? I mean, he even gets the high bounces and can settle those down with one touch. It's the double jump. He's got a double jump thing going on with the hair. It's the, it's Nintendo switch yeah, well, or maybe, the, or maybe Xbox or PlayStation hit the, the double tap. And, and, uh, you know, he's got like a Mario Cape, uh, back there with the hair thing going on. I don't know what it is, but I mean, kid gets up there and he's, 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 he's fun to watch, man. And he's everywhere. He teleports my, my favorite player. I think right now, really? I will. Well, top three, top three. Who are your other two? Kiss do. And, um, Maybe you don't name because you don't want to hurt feelings of those left out. It's like the science. Yeah, fair. I know, I know. I'd feel bad leaving anybody out. I mean, shoot. you know, this team, this 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 team is is kind of like uh, Michael Bolton. I just celebrate everything about it. <laughs> right. Remember Office Space? Yeah, right. What's your favorite Bolton? Oh, I celebrate oh, the whole I celebrate catalog. The whole yeah, catalog. yeah. Um, yeah, but that's the, honestly how it feels. It's Sophie's choice, you know, picking your top, whatever, you know, yeah. you split them all in two. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, we, but we got more from coach Beerman. Yeah, no. So this match, obviously very different from 
the last match where we're going in. We've got guys back. Okay, everybody's everybody's back in the pool. You think that's the hardest part of his job this week is actually trying to figure out which 11 <laughs> to start? Because now he's got like a full bench of his regulars that are back. Maybe that's the move, Tim. Maybe we just need to hobble ourselves every match. <laughs> it, correct me if I'm wrong, though. Even with a short bench, the guys that were out there played like there were more than 11 guys out there. I never noticed the lack of subs. Yeah. If that made sense. Oh, yeah. I, I, I thought the the and I and I think that goes to knowing that when you go out there, you're probably going to have to play 90 minutes plus. Well, and the, but here's the thing. Now everybody's back on top of that. Not only does he have rollback and the whole bench, but the fact that the 11 that are out there are working so hard mm. when they're out there, they're getting quality minutes. It's almost as if like they have a team or a team and a half out there. He, and, and coach talked about that. I, I, I use the concept of synergy. The, the sum is greater than the parts. We have 10, we have 11 guys on the field. 11 individuals act as 11, 11 guys acting as a team can be as powerful as 15, 18, 20. So, so yes, that's been our mantra since day one. Um, even when we only had nine guys here, um, you know, but we, we talk about doing a job and a half all the time, covering for your teammates, having the courage to go above and beyond in, in a willingness to push ourselves mentally and, and emotionally to maybe spots we haven't gone to yet. So for us, that's, that's that I call it like a minimum standard. That's, that is the basis and the foundation. Um, and if we're doing that, then maybe we can go from acting as 11 as 15 to 18 to 18 to 20 or keep pushing it and making our opponents suffer as much as possible. But also Louisville's doing the same thing. Everybody's covering for each other. So we've got to make sure we're, we're continuing to push that envelope as hard as we can. There you go, coach. Make our opponents suffer. <laughs> I have never heard that during the history of this franchise. That's my favorite, dude. That's my favorite. I love Ben Beerman for that, man. Make our opponents suffer. <laughs> Listen, I'm all in. I'm bought in. You know, dole, dole it out. But he's, you know, he's right, though, because as you go to as a team looks like 15 to 18 to 20, and even if the other teams are doing it, you know what you're doing at that point? You're playing at an elite level and those points are starting to take care of themselves. Yeah. You know, you've got academy players who are very hungry, 17 year olds, 19 year olds that have seen playing time now, Tim. Yes. You know, uh, you know, you've got uh, uh, Matt who saw his 17 finally seeing playing time, which listen, if I'm his classmate, I'm going to a match just to see him play, just to rep my, my school, to rep my city because he's a true Memphian to see a 19 year old who grew up here. You know, I'm going because I remember when we used to play in the backyard, that, that kind of mentality now exists with the team. And that's dangerous because those, those I'm going to say kids, they're kids to me uh, are all so hungry and you're going to see that on the pitch. And it's going to be a great learning experience for yeah. them, even, even, even in training. And of course you, you mentioned Matt got into the match and then a couple minutes later, Tycho got into the match that's our boy. and added time. That's right. Uh, we, we are maybe one of the few podcasts across the country that has actually helped to scout for the <laughs> local professional team. Yeah. And we will take credit for that, but he did get in on the match and they did win the match. But as, as, as coach alluded to, he's got some players coming back now. So yes. the, you know, the question is uh, who's all going to get to come back. Uh, Kadeem Dakers obviously is off of suspension, but you got a couple of internationals that are now uh, back into the fold. Dre fortune. And we know uh, Raul Gonzalez, they're both here, but then the question is, are they going to be match fit and rested to be able to perform this weekend? Does it matter now? though Tim because you didn't have them in the last match we got the W with Indy it's safe to say that even if they come off the bench 
we're still okay. And that was a big concern going into Indy. Well, and I think you heard that in, in how uh, coach answered that a moment ago, you know, with, with what he does have coming back, he's happy, but uh, listen to him to, to expound on that just a little bit more as he talks about who's coming back for the club and, you know, who's going to be ready. And it's a nice problem for him to have after last week's really thin cupboard. Um, it's to be determined. Um, you know, they're back, you know, Raul played two matches and had travel and people undervalue that travel especially in the in the CONCACAF region it's it is it's it's tough so um they will hopefully be fully available. Tomorrow is going to be a big day for for guys like Damo Duro, Raul. I think Dre should be good to go because he didn't play midweek and he trained fully today. Um, so we're still integrating guys back, but we'll be outside of Roland Lama, who's who's still a ways away. We'll be as close to fully fit um, as we have been all year. So it sounds like the uh, cupboard's going to be full this week. I mean. This is a weird feeling. It may not be busting at the seams, no. but he's going to have plenty of options. Listen, I, I don't think we're going to ever feel, especially this season, that we're going to be busting at the seams. However, I don't think we need to be busting at the seams with quantity when we have got quality. He's got some folks to work with. I mean, there's a lot going on. Uh, there's a lot of potential still. And that's fun to say six games in where we haven't hit a peak. I don't think I don't think last Saturday was a peak. No, I don't think so either. I, I don't think so. I, th- I think now the next step is is not only uh, getting those starting 11 to do a great job, but also, uh, and I think this has already been coming along, is is integrating those subs and maximizing those opportunities when yeah. they present themselves uh, in order to either you know seal the deal or to be able to push a little bit harder in those last you know 20, 25 minutes of the match. And I think they're already making progress on that. I don't think that's I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a big big problem. Mm. But I know it's something that he wants to continue you to tweak because Ben, ben Pierman has said, you know, he, as you heard just a moment ago, they're 70 to 80% of the way there. There's, mm. there's still room to improve. Yeah. It's a fun problem to have, you know, and, and when you talk to the players, you know, I think they feel that way too. Is that safe to assume now? Yeah, I, I it, you would think that you could infer that from from their play and, and the way that they carry themselves, not just on the pitch during the matches, but during training as well. So I took a moment and, and stepped aside and uh, had a chat with uh, Kyle Murphy, who uh, had a terrific second goal. That was the match winning goal for 901 FC against Indianapolis. And we got a moment to talk to this veteran who has bagged more than his share of goals before uh, and talked to him about opening his account. And we also uh, talked about the team chemistry. Here's uh, here's me with Kyle Murphy. First of all, Kyle, thanks for joining us and congratulations on opening your count this weekend against uh, against Indianapolis. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I thought uh, you almost had a second goal. I know first uh, the first uh, opportunity that you had, it looked like maybe it got off the bottom of your cleat, but you were in the right place, right time, and then it eventually paid off with the eventual goal a couple minutes later. Yeah, I, that, I think um, AJ cut it back and I just couldn't really reach it in time, but it, it was almost almost my second. So you guys got out to a, a, just a really quick start in the match and it seemed like from there, I know with a short bench, you guys did not act like you were tired whatsoever. Was that early goal kind of a win to the sales? I think it's always good to get an early goal in any game, kind of um, set the tone and I don't know, almost get like a monkey off of our back, me and Mike getting our first goal. So that's always a positive. But no, our fitness was good and, and uh, we held it off well. The last two weeks, it looks like not only you, but Salazar and some other guys up top are now getting uh, seen open. It looks like you guys are unlocking some things. Is that just 
a product of just getting to know each other in this uh, short warm up of a preseason? Yeah, I think so. I think um, we started pretty late, so you kind of have to learn each other how they want to play. And I think as that um, gets more and more, you keep playing with each other, it gets better. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the second goal? Because for me, that seemed like that was a hustle goal because you were in the right place at the right time. It seemed like uh, your habits were good and, and you were rewarded for that. Yeah. Michael was driving. I think he had three guys around him, so I knew that he needed some support. So I just tried to get up into a good spot. And sometimes the ball falls right where you are and then makes it easy. Hey, because we were calling it on, on TV and Pete and I were thinking like, I wonder if Kyle's like, pass it to me, pass it to me, pass it to me. And then it just trickled over after the defender shanked and it's like, well, he just passed that into the goal. That was easy. Yeah. Sometimes you just make your own luck, you know? Yeah. Uh, what was uh, what was coaches talk during the week when you guys had a short bench and knowing that most of you guys were probably going to have to play pretty close to 90 minutes? What was that discussion? Yeah, just um, prepare your bodies well. We had a good week of training going into it. Everybody was fit and feeling good. And it's kind of at that point, just hydrate, eat the right things. And everyone's in your head. know that you're going to be playing 90. Are you guys having fun? It looks like there's a lot of energy out there. And I think Ben has said before he wants the club to have fun. You guys look like you have a lot of energy. You're playing well, much improved year over year. Is it fun to be on this team? Always. Yeah, it's very fun. A good um, energetic group. You know, we got a lot of attacking players. We got from from the back to the front, we lock it down defensively. And then we know that we have a bunch of weapons and a lot of good personalities on the team that makes it enjoyable to play. I know you got your first three points over the weekend. How much upside do you see in this club? Yeah, huge. I think um, now that we got our first three points and obviously a, a shorter preseason, but now we feel like we're f- starting to find our our kick and we're just rolling and uh, looking for another three points this weekend. A couple of other questions for you. Uh, the young kids that just joined the club, uh, have you guys, have the older guys imposed a curfew on them? <laughs> <laughs> no curfew, but um, we've definitely heard them uh, sing in front of the whole group. Uh, nobody's <laughs> had to miss for prom or anything, right? No, not yet. We'll see. I don't know when prom is in Tennessee, but may- maybe. Yeah, I, th- I think that we're wrapping up on the year and that. And then uh, which is better to eat at at Brooklyn, Red Lobster or Red Hook? Oh, Red Hook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's good seafood, no doubt about that. Kyle, congratulations. Thanks so much for your time. Awesome. Thank you very much. I, I, I too, Tim, was uh, getting hungry at the mention of Red Hook, but wrong Red Hook. I, yeah, yeah I, 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 <laughs> I found out after the interview that, yes, he is from Red Hook, but it's not the one in Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, and then I went to the one, uh, is it the Red Hook on Germantown Parkway or is it the one on and, and Midtown? But it's not even though it's a totally different. Totally. Different. It's totally different. Totally one. Different. He's, he's from upstate New York. I found out <laughs> after the fact I tried to do show prep. I was, I mean, was close was, to being right. You know, we always, yeah. always try to find something out personally that we can that we can relate to him with. It's like getting uh, upset. I'm from Collierville, not Memphis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's how I took it. Uh, yeah, I mean he he wasn't uh, he wasn't upset. But yeah, right. he, I mean you could tell you that's like what in the hell is he asking me this for? But <laughs> I love it. Uh, They're I, having fun. And here's the thing: what I took away because I got a chance to talk to uh, uh, Laurent Kissadu, right? And and one of the things that that I asked him was like, "Listen, are you having fun? You know, is is are you guys having fun out there?" And he's like, "Yes, we are." You know, and I think you see it. I think even from your you talking with Kyle and, and the them joking around while we're trying to do interviews, you know, making faces behind us. They're having fun. Was man. that John Burner that squirted us with water as he walked away? I don't know. I, my I my pants that, are still wet. I think, that, I think, no, I think, you know, I, no, he didn't shoot from the front. No, no. 
<laughs> no, but it's it might be a prostate problem. But it's, anyway, it's fun though, you know, and yeah. and that's that's a good problem to have. Yeah, it is. And Kyle Murphy, super nice guy, and yeah. just just happy for him. You you heard him talk about you know now they're unlocking things and they're getting to to figure things out, and that, and that's not just going to help him, but that's going to help the team as a whole. And these guys have been extremely accessible. I mean, they, 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 yeah. this is a this is a fun group to talk to. They look like they're enjoying it. They look like they're buying in, and. They, you know, listen, I, I, I think there's plenty of potential here. I think the potential even is, is true with the younger guys talking with, uh, you know, uh, Matt and Tycho about what they've got going on. They, they, listen, they, there's no, don't, don't get it twisted. Okay. They know their role. You know, and and I think that their role is to absorb, be sponges, and they and they've bought into that. They are, they have, and after this is a little bit of inside soccer, not inside baseball, but inside soccer. After we finished all of the interviews, Ben was called back over to do a promo to hype the the first home match of the year. Yeah, and while he's trying to do that, you've got four or five of the guys, the young guys <laughs> and the veterans, just giving him hell behind the camera, <laughs> trying to make him screw up. And, it's fun. And y- you, I, I was shocked to see that these you know these guys band of brothers man I, they are yeah they, band of brothers uh, and even Tycho when Tycho got done uh, you know in front of his first you know uh media you know if you want to call it presser, a gaggle, presser yeah. gaggle whatever it is you know there's there's guys standing off to the side you've got you know Mark Segbers and all these other guys you know standing off to the side going yeah you did it you know you know it's fun. I, and, I, and I have a lot of respect for Mark Segbers because this is a, he, he's very accomplished he's, he's one of the best players not just on the team but in the league and you you, you watch the body language and you watch practice and and here's a guy yes uh, Tycho Collins would love to get a spot on the pitch but you've got Mark Segbers uh, who has kind of taken him under his wing yeah. and they are working hard together yeah. I, and it's a great it's a great team chemistry it is it is it is fun to watch can't wait for the next match the next match obviously uh saturday versus louisville city in louisville i don't know big who's on the call i've got an anniversary so i'm out for that one <laughs> big stadium well you don't want to miss your anniversary no no <laughs> I think, no i don't think you made that call pal <laughs> I, I didn't make that two things i didn't make that call but secondly i'm not going to eat a big dinner if you know what i mean yeah right <laughs> but i am on the call wednesday night as we take on atlanta no, United. Yeah. I will be on the home call on CW30. I, I'm guessing they probably have maybe Mike Watts or somebody uh, calling that game on ESPN. Too. I'll, I'll be there uh, second row behind the dugout uh, on on home side. So beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think that there's many people going to miss the match on the home opener, even if it's a Wednesday night, even if it's you know what I mean? You got school and work the next day. Well, I don't know. Do you have school anymore? School's out. Right? School is out. Yeah. School's out. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fine. Art camp. Art camp. I think my daughter has art camp next week. Yeah. I mean, so what? Get out there to the match. It's it's going to be fun. Um, listen, if they're not going to sell the tickets, we will. You know, kind of thing. You know, Ben, ben over there ha- having fun, uh, cutting promos uh, for social media. Fine. Uh, that Whatever. I'm bought in. Yeah. Uh, I'm all in on this. So, um, as a fan. So. Well, and we're not shilling because we actually see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, it's it's easy to do. Anyway, uh, there's other news outside of 901 FC. Odds and ends coming up. Odds and ends. Next. More next on My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. 
Hey, it's Tim. Just reminding you, this podcast is now powered by Podcave, the complete toolkit for podcasters. Brody and I want all of our time going into making the podcast as entertaining and as interesting as possible for you. So that's why we ditched our old services, made the switch over to Podcave. This is the complete podcast management, combining all the tools we need to make the best shows we can, to make them available on all the platforms you use, and to always stay connected with you. Podcave provides unlimited audio storage, so all our episodes, new and the old ones, are always available whenever you want them. And our website, it's included and built into Podcave, so you always have a place to find us. It's that easy. Music and soundscapes we use on the show are professionally made and fully licensed by Podcave. We get email and text management tools to stay in touch with you, guest booking tools, episode planning tools. Podcave even includes customizable news feeds so that we can stay on top of the latest headlines with Podcave. It's all in one place and it's all inclusive for just $49 a month. That's right, $49 a month. Podcave, the complete toolkit for podcasters. Save time and money with your first or next podcast. Don't be afraid. Give it a try. Use Podcave. That's podcave.com. That's P O D C A V E. Podcave.com. This is My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. <laughs> We have added time to the podcast. Two and zero, oh, baby. Two and zero. Oh. Even <laughs> even though the massive victory against Mexico doesn't earn them an automatic World Cup berth, it earns them some street cred in the qualifying that lies ahead. I was under the impression that it was an autom- auto bid. It should be. You've been you've been looking at some fake sports news. It should be, man. That I was know. a huge victory. Uh, it was that was massive. I, you know, Ethan Horvath in goal with the big penalty oh save. Gosh. Pulisic coming in, uh, ice water in his veins, burying his. What a week for Pulisic! <sighs> yeah, uh, yeah, holy Ch- smoke! Champions League medal, and you get the uh, Nations League medal as well. And then they follow it up with another victory. Yeah, and and a friendly, but still nonetheless a big one uh, against Puerto Rico. Yeah, and it, it's good. And it, this is an opportunity to take a look at. Uh, what they've got to do, and Pulisic's got to get more involved. Gio Reyna, uh, Weston McKinney get ready for a World Cup qualifying ahead. But hey, I, I love the fact that we can keep this uh, short because that means we have really have nothing to bitch about on the U.S. <laughs> national team, which is good. It's fun to have that problem. Yeah. Also, it's fun to have another problem where there's competition in the uh, NISL. Yeah, yeah. I, I know the Memphis Americans, they are uh, starting play in late December. And uh, just uh, a few days ago, Andrew Haynes and the National Indoor Soccer League announced that in Fayetteville, North Carolina, the Fayetteville Fury men's and women's professional indoor teams will be the second uh, franchise in the NISL, and they have second best. They absolutely, Sorry. absolutely. Too and, soon to start talking. No, it's never too soon. Okay, it's never too soon for that. They they expect to have a minimum of four teams come in. I'm sure we'll have some announcements very very soon. As far as I can tell, uh, I've been scouring no official naming of a head coach Mm-mm. just yet. Not as of yet. So we'll keep an eye out for that. But uh, and they're not going to have Bo Melson because we already got him. So. We we got Bo. Uh, Bo Bo knows Memphis. That's right. So he will be here, no doubt about that. Is there anything else other mm. than maybe pushing? people to go buy tickets and go to the opening match next week? I don't believe so. Uh, I know that there is some U.S. women's soccer news uh, going on. Oh, the uh, congrats to all of the newest inductees into the uh, National Soccer Hall of Fame uh, this past week. And uh, I believe they're doing two years of inductions because they didn't do it last year because right. of the plague. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we got the swarm of locusts now. We do. Cicadas. They have cicadas. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, uh, I think it's like, it's like group 10 or something they're calling it or next year next year is horsemen 
kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think this is like every what thirteen to seventeen, 17 years or something. I know it's seventeen years, but anyway, uh, yeah, no, we're done here. All right, well, uh, we're gonna get out of here uh, Wednesday night, nine hundred one FC at home against yes. Atlanta United two, and you can catch that on CW thirty or ESPN plus. But it's better in person. This team is good, very, very good. But before that, they've got a road game against Louisville. We wish them the best of luck on that. You can catch us at my three subs podcast on Twitter. You can also catch us on Facebook. Uh, if I ever update that, I, I don't. You know, <laughs> I try to. I just tell everybody I'm in Facebook jail. That way, I don't have to go yeah. do it. I yeah. just pretend it's like, well, you're not going to see it anyway. But I, I don't Whatever. know if I'm in jail or not. But then uh, on Instagram, my three subs soccer pod, and of course, my three subs podcast at gmail.com. That's all I got. How about you? Uh, blow the whistle, ref. Seven minutes of stoppage. Are you kidding? What are we in, Indy? We have gone a long time. It's Matt. I guess Matthew Thompson's producing this program. <laughs> and big thanks to the Tally family because yes. uh, not only uh, have uh, we used Micro Soccer Complex before uh, as a place to record some of our podcast interviews, but they've allowed us to use their facilities to produce this on the fly so that we can get it to you faster. We got the VIP room. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, wow. Ma- massive thanks to Kim Tally. Uh, big thanks to Carrie Tally, who we saw today, who got a Haircut. Looking, looking Man, sharp. He's looking sharp. He's not as beach bummy. Well, he's got to look sharp. He's got to be out at the match because <laughs> Max may get into the next couple I of know, matches. How about that? Congrats to Matt Talley. All right, we gone. There's the whistle. Thank you for listening. Check out more of my three subs podcast, A Soccer Odyssey. This is a Brody Scott production. Daddy, daddy.